0: hey everyone and welcome back to another week with the hlp i'm just gonna give a little plug here if you haven't already reviewed us or rated us on your favorite podcasting app listening app whatever it is that you use to get our podcast into your ears please do so that always helps us get new listeners get new subscribers and in general it helps spread the word so please rate and review us if you haven't already I mean, you listened to us this far, we're 188 episodes in. That's all I have this week, so with that, welcome to episode 188 Bad Blood.
1: Hey everybody, and welcome back to the Hideous Laughter Podcast, episode one hundred eighty-eight, and we got a group drink.
0: Well, yeah, mm-hmm. gimme, gimme. Mm. I know virtually nothing about it.
1: Yeah, same. Other so- than that, it's dark red.
2: It is. This is a vampire cocktail suggested by ten lawn gnomes. Our friend mm. Eric, a very well-timed drink uh, to make it onto the pole and win. This is. Vodka, raspberry liqueur, and cranberry juice.
3: Give you know a what? Shot. This is going to take away my UTI
4: so oh. quick.
0: <laughs> Dude, people had alcohol in their mouths.
1: I <laughs> was close. Oh, oh, fuck. This will take That's... away my urge to ingest as well, Brooks. <laughs> There's a
4: little strength in there.
0: Mine's
2: really good. I really like good. the raspberry liqueur. It gives it like a nice tartness to go with the cranberry. There is juice. a
1: tartness. Yeah. Certainly more booze than tart though. In my mm. yeah. yeah. To be to be clear, so I, I think it's very tasty. It's tasty. It, yeah. I it's I just
3: it's boozy. It's really good. I think it's really good. Try oh uh,
0: it's oh, I, oh. I just in general.
1: <laughs> no, Emily, you can't have any. <laughs> Ooh.
0: It's uh, it's pretty
1: good. I mean, you're you're substituting an alcohol for syrup. Correct. So, so yeah,
0: I, I can not have kind the of raspberry balances liqueur. Balances it back the other way. But it was interesting because Emily's like, oh, I really like how tart this one is. But I had to substitute for another raspberry flavor, which was raspberry like
1: the liqueur syrup. is definitely like the the little bit of tartness mm-hmm. of raspberry. Not the that's like the sweetness of raspberry. That's right.
0: syrup. I have the sweet drink. I would <laughs> guess. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
1: And we got a sidearm. Oh, I sure do. Yeah. What you got?
3: It is um from this little place. I don't know if anyone's ever heard of it before. It's uh Wolf's Ridge Brewing.
1: I <laughs> haven't. Wolf's Ridge?
3: Yeah. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. If you get a chance, look it up. Uh but this one is the night method. Uh espresso milk stout. Ooh. Ooh, yeah. It's real
1: thick. Speaking of real thick. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. Anything I'm heading? Truthfully,
4: I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) Pound town.
1: Steve, what are you drinking? All right, cool.
4: Uh, It's the same thing I was drinking last week. I got two of them in the can here. So after I finish this booze surprise, I'm going to be rolling into some morning commute coffee browns. This will. Real thick, like the browns will be taken later. Mm. (sighs) What? Why are we doing this? I don't know.
0: He's foul. Why
4: not? Why? Not? <laughs> yep, you know me. As soon as we get done recording episode, big dump.
1: <laughs> I, I, I save it for when we're done. <laughs> make it a couple. Make it a couple sticks. <laughs> yep. Haley, you got a sidearm?
0: I do. I have a Bud Light Filter orange soda. A
1: little soda pop. Yeah. Nice. Well, a liquor
2: soda, but <laughs> yeah,
1: liquor soda pop, same deal. Emily. Cool.
2: I'm drinking out of the chalice tonight, so yeah, I only goblet, want so. uh, one drink over here. I don't want to spill, or that's fair. Put the chalice in any danger?
1: Yeah, that's um, mm. it's a tricky situation. I think we've told the listeners at home that the that the ledges on this table are only about seven inches wide. So only, well, yeah. I mean, a lot of people would say that's plenty big.
3: <laughs> Not
2: when you have right. a chalice of this size.
1: All right, size queen.
3: <laughs> hey, it's about the motion. It's not about
4: the size of your ledge. Edit point. <laughs> Edit point.
1: <laughs> Too foul. Uh, that's for me. <laughs> I've got a uh, Woden's Hunt Dunkel from Gamut Brewing. It's a, it's a real beer that fits on the ledge, with room to spare. Room to spare on that ledge. Some people like it like that. <laughs> If we were to pull the room and
3: ask about like, <laughs> right, preferred size. double fisting,
0: and I don't know <laughs> if that's the right, choice. <laughs> G-
4: giggling about <laughs> lead sizes. Yo, at some point you're gonna have to roll dice, man. One of those gotta get set down.
1: <laughs> Not for a while, though.
4: <laughs> the
3: siphamog is doing its job very well. I, I uh, look at how dexterous
4: I am <laughs> with the cup. I stand corrected.
3: Look at that. Really swing that right, thing right, around. Right through the, through the mic. Look at that. Not even a chance of spilling. Not Here. a
0: single one of our listeners can, can hear this. Well, they can or, hear it. They just see can't it. see
1: it. But he's well, really, he's bothering to weave with well, that sippy cup. Look at that. And, and you know, the funny part is he says not a chance of spilling, but he hasn't put the lid on that sippy cup in like an age.
0: I don't know. It, I don't think it still fit. Uh, it got,
4: wrist, it, it, it got, it got uh, washed.
3: Warped, and in, the melted. Wash. Yeah, yeah. warped yeah. in
1: the
4: So it never fit. Oh, I just always assumed you swallowed it by accident. <laughs> <laughs> it's massive, man. What? Is he a sea turtle? <laughs> kids, kids got gullet. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Brooks is a pelican just choking on a thing. As piece of plastic. Guys, this is the first
0: episode of Two Tonight. Are we going to be good?
1: Don't oh, tell them yeah. that. You're going to break their
4: immersion. I got bad news, folks. Next episode's going to be worse. <laughs> it's going to be a bad one. We didn't even really start drinking for this <laughs> one. Just skip to 190 after this. <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh, boy. Well, we don't have to roll off because we knew we were doing two today, so we already did, and Emily lost.
4: Oh,
2: I fell so quickly. Zero to
1: zero. I think that's, yeah, that's kind of the trend. For everyone but Haley is that you, you get the chalice and then you lose immediately. Nobody
0: else has gotten the chalice.
1: I won right before the oh, chalice did you? happened. Yeah.
0: Oh, right before the chalice yeah. though.
1: So I was, I was supposed to get the chalice but no. One and then I lost the first round of the next thing. And then we decided. Mm. Damn, you're not bitter at all. <laughs> I just remember it pretty vividly is all. <laughs> <laughs> Some things you remember how many inches your ledges? <laughs> when, when you lost your chance at a chalice <laughs> something stick with you you know but uh you- <laughs> speaking of things <laughs> that stick with you what last we left our heroes we entered a combat against vampire spawn monks that went south very quickly as oh, they uh, did the two main frontliners became dominated <laughs> one went for a swim The other was fed upon by one of these vampire spawn, which caused a strange reaction and eventual disappearance of our Ferasmin Inquisitor, Matumbe. Now, the rest of the party doesn't know that he's gone yet, but he has been transported via plants deeper into this underground system. And so while the party fights against three remaining vampire spawn, Matumbe has entered a dark room and heard a voice from beyond the grave to him, a voice he thought dead for over five years. I think that's where we'll enter back, Kiza having just called out. So the color drains out of Matumbe's
4: face and he turns to Merrick. What evil, foul illusion have you played at me? How can you see into my mind, break my heart as
1: such? I merely could taste her, her bloodline on you. I brought you down for young Kiza I thought would be interested to see someone I assume from her past. There is no illusion for Aspen. You know I would have killed you up there. And I I had every intent of doing so. But I do think that would have made this girl quite upset. And this woman
4: talking as if this child is no illusion and is who she claims her to be, and Tumei turns back to her, Iza. Would it
1: be? After all this time you you look just as i remember you and you say that and she smiles up at you and then your heart kind of sinks no longer does she have the the deep brown eyes that you remember they're red and as she grins up at you you can see the signature fangs of a vampire Yes, Daddy. It it is me.
4: He drops to his knees, collapses. Boom! He's a big dude. He's in full armor. I imagine that echoes through the room, and he drops his shield. It clatters on the ground. What did they do to you, my love?
1: They took us in, Daddy. And at this, you notice kind of your surroundings for the first time. You stop staring at Kizza and you see no longer in the robes of your church but the woman that once saved your village is kind of sitting watching this reunion and you can see like you wouldn't expect it of an undead creature but it looks like her heart breaks for you you how could
4: this be I watched both of you perish before my eyes. You were a servitor of the Lady of Graves. I carried your book. It gave me power.
1: You were new in the teachings of Pharasma. It wasn't your fault. With my dying breath, I asked you to bury us like it said in the book. couldn't have expected you to know, to figure out what had attacked us. I'm, I'm so sorry, but your daughter and I rose from those graves you dug mere days after you dug them. Are you saying what has happened to my
4: daughter is my fault for not seeing the signs, for not knowing
1: my enemy? I would never say that it's your fault. You didn't cause her to be attacked, to be killed by a creature of the night, but you didn't destroy her either. And knowing she could never go back to her family, knowing that my faith had left me, I took young Kizza under my wing to survive. There's there's
4: conflict playing out over Matumbe's face. This flies in the face of his religion, his way of being, for the last five plus years. But this is also his family, and and somebody who apparently cares greatly for his daughter. What of the one who did this to you?
1: Was the creature slain? Indeed, that might be the only bright spot coming from this story. Your daughter and I awoke not as spawn, but as full vampires. We owe no allegiance to a master, and so we were welcomed with open arms to this, the vampire underground in Caliphaz. I never really got to speak with you. Ustalav is actually my home country. What is your name? My name is Evelyn.
4: Evelyn, I appreciate you looking after my daughter, but you must understand... The, the pain that was brought upon me when this happened. Uh, this is difficult. You don't know what pain was caused to Kiza's brothers, to me, to her mother, to the tribe. When she was taken from us, even knowing that she existed in some way, shape, or form would have would have
1: helped somebody. I fear that it wouldn't it wouldn't have eased your pain. You would have been... Well, you would have been forced into another difficult decision. And you already thought your daughter dead. Now, you've learned much from the Lady of Graves. As I had, I knew about vampires. Knew their weaknesses. Knew their strengths and their proclivities. I, th- I like to think... That with all of that knowledge, I took care of Kiza and left your family out of the difficult decision of how to raise an undead creature as we have become.
4: Tumei looks back to his daughter. Kiza, come closer. I wish to see your face in the light. And She would approach you. You, you were my heart, my beating heart inside my chest. When you left, it felt like a piece of me died with you. You look just the same as you did back then. It's as if somebody ripped a part of my dreams out and presented it in front of me. You are beautiful, my daughter.
1: And you kind of reach out, and you touch her cheek as if to just reaffirm yourself one more time that she really is there. She feels cold as a tombstone. I think we'll go back to combat. Bear, bear. It's been a long time (laughs) since you've been able to do fucking anything. But uh, it's your turn.
3: Well, and sadly enough, won't be able to do too much with it. Still in the water. So gonna have to have to get up from that.
1: You know what I will say? I think I described this last time as kind of getting out of a pool. Mm-hmm. It's so simple for you to do. I'm just going to call that difficult terrain. Okay. So that 10 feet for getting out, but then you have the rest of your movement to do as you see fit. Oh, yes.
3: Well, with that, I've always had my uh, 30 feet of extra movement from Blessing yep, of you've Fervor. you keeping
1: that on the swim.
3: Yep. Uh, so I'm going to I'm gonna use that now, then be able to at least get right next to Rune, and I think going to ready an action to attack a vampire.
1: If it comes within range. Okay. It is the vampire spawn's turn. The one behind Rune is going to attempt to grapple Rune.
0: Oh what? Wait, no. <laughs> I thought this was just a tax.
1: <laughs> you thought. Hmm.
4: Oh, hey. Uh, also, you're of cure mods with Matube. <laughs> just <Bugs>. casual
1: <laughs> reminder. I got lots of potions, though. Ooh, nat 20. Mm. I got lots There's of potions. a grab. Now, these guys have improved and greater grapple. Yeah. And so as a move action, he pins you. And when... A vampire has a person pinned, <gasps> they can drain their blood. So, Rune.
0: As what kind of action?
1: It's not one. <laughs> Broke ass, fifth book ass fucking counter. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, you take two points of con damage. Oh, and he gains five hit points. Yeah.
0: I'm very not pleased with you.
1: That's okay. You, you don't have to be pleased with me. Alright, here's what's gonna happen, Air Bear. This one's gonna move up to you and try and do the same thing. So okay. it, it won't be able to actually pin you because it doesn't have a move action because it just moved, but it's gonna try and grab you, which your ready to action will go off, you would get to attack at it. Alright. What a terrible roll. Twenty-two. Twenty-two does not hit, unfortunately. Awful. See you back to your old ways. Yeah. Three rounds of swimming's got nothing on Brooks's rolls. Man, I aced those swimming checks, though. So it's going to take a shot at grabbing you. It can try. Uh, 31. Oh, my. Yeah, fine. Okay, so you're grabbed. The final one, make sure you tick grappled on. The final one is going to move up to you and is going to stunning fist.
4: Trying to fist me, huh? Well, he's going to try. This is around a 90
1: degree corner. Ooh. He's taking he's taking a little bit of cover here. Yeah, but with a natural 20, that's a critical threat, oh, baby. My. Wait a
2: second. Wait a second. Because <laughs> Freya has divine interference. So
1: Yeah. That, with, does she? She
2: does, and she can see now. Um, so and this yep. ally is it's within 30 feet. So re-roll that at a minus one. Please. Boo. How many of those do you get a day?
1: It's a miss with a four on the die. Yeah.
2: Woo. It's limited by only once a creature. Okay, yeah.
1: She has to
4: burn a spell slot. Yes, I do. Doesn't it grow in spell slots, though?
2: If I use a second level spell, then it's Hmm. a minus two. If I use a first level spell, it's minus one. You can't use like.
1: Okay. (laughs)
4: Let's
1: see. That is the vampire spawn's turn. Freya, you're up.
2: All right, so I just used an immediate action so I can no longer use a swift swift action. Okay, all of these vampire spawn have moved up and have gotten a lot closer to Freya. So she moves up uh, 10 feet to get a little bit closer. And then uh, now that she can actually see all of these vampire spawns, she is going to channel again. So I need a save for the vampire spawn.
1: All right. The gray one's got a natural 20. The one in the door has a 24. However, the uh, one grappling rune got a natural one.
2: All right. So that one's going to take full damage then.
1: Man, I have one die that's really freaking hot tonight.
2: That's 24 points of damage for the one that failed and then 12 for each of the ones that succeeded.
1: Okay. Quinley, Let go of my prospective love interest. Um, As he
4: moves (laughs) (laughs) 10 feet up, keys on the Blessing of Fervor, attack AC and reflex bonus and takes one swing with his silver rapier at the
1: creature that is grappling rune. I thought you uh, were going to have better Quinley quips after seeing the Batman, but I I guess that's just the kind of stuff Robert Pattinson says in that movie. So
4: honestly, I wasn't really listening to the dialogue. I was just kind of keeping my eyes on the man meat on the screen. So all I really remember was I am vengeance. Okay.
1: So fair enough. And I've already said that like eight times. (laughs) I mean, nobody could tell that that wasn't a line for the movie. So, Well when
4: he strikes with his natural 20. He ex- I will quote the movie now, but not really. It's like when he's just screaming in the Batmobile in Rage. Uh, <laughs> he's just screaming as he plunges the rapier into the chest of this creature. Um, Is this creature? Has, well, okay. No, I got it. 26. Oh, yeah, you do. Sweet. Don't worry, guys. Don't get sneak attack on this guy. So <laughs> it's not going to be that great. Wow. Maximum though. 18 he, points of silver
0: damage. He really cares yeah. about Rune.
4: He does. He really cares. Just like Batman cares
1: about Selina Kyle. <laughs> oh boy. Rune, you are up. You are pinned.
0: I'd like to get free.
1: Attempt to escape the grapple?
0: Yes. Okay. And that is either a CMB or an escaper. Yes.
1: 35. 35 does escape.
0: Awesome. Nice. Now I have escaped.
1: That's your standard.
0: Correct. There is nowhere for me to move without being attacked.
1: No five foot steps for you.
0: Nope. All right. I will stay here. Because there aren't very many options.
1: Okay. Bear, you are also grabbed.
3: Yep. First off, I'm going to... He on over to the uh, AC reflex attack bonus. Hey, me too. Okay. I'll, <laughs> I allow it.
1: You allow it. <laughs> <laughs> all right, double fix me.
3: And then declare the uh, the one that's grabbing, one that's grabbing me my uh, challenge. Okay. And say the blood all over the ground in the room you were in really gave you away as vampires.
4: The incredible tactical acumen of the Ronin Samurai.
1: That's right. I knew it from the second I saw the blood all over the room.
4: (laughs) I knew it from the moment you fed on my friend.
1: (laughs) 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 Who, I I guess, like, you guys can now tell, like, is nowhere to be seen.
4: Well, Rune got fed on.
1: Oh, I guess they're not friends.
0: Nope. Okay.
1: I just meant the more obvious feeding was <laughs> Matumbe, but, well, yeah, Rune did get fed on. I was just saying because you guys are like right by the door, you can now like see into the room and see that like matumbe is
4: gone, gone. Well, knowing Matumbe, you must you probably assume he's taking care of business.
0: I-, I probably assume he's on the ground.
1: found a couple trees. Yeah. <laughs> well, you, would,
4: you wouldn't know, Haley. You wouldn't know. Rune wouldn't know.
1: He- True. Uh, er- I think it be very. You rolled over
0: and laid down. <laughs>
4: Oh, yeah, that's right.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> I did do that. Uh, you know, if you guys don't do the things that are stereotypical of your characters, I'm just going to dominate you to do them
3: <laughs> bear, bear missed every single time. That would be the command. Her so bear to dominate.
4: Bear. Hey, roll, roll, roll one through
1: three. Roll eight threes.
2: Freya's yep. would be to just keep her eyes closed.
1: Keep your eyes closed. <laughs> <laughs> The fray, dominate. Pretend you're blind.
2: (laughs) It's so easy for her.
1: And while you're at it, use a move action to plant the boots in the earth.
3: All right. You know, I'd like to attack. I'd like to attack this guy.
1: Okay. So you're attacking him with uh, with your grappled condition. Mm -hmm. Can I, with as long as I have a one-handed weapon? Yeah, you can't move. You take a minus four penalty to dex. You take a minus two penalty on all attack rolls and combat maneuver checks, except those made to grapple or escape grapple. And you can take no action that requires two hands to perform. So essentially you can, um, you can like full attack with one of your hands. That's how it works.
3: Okay. That is what I will do. 24? Yep. Okay. Ooh, thank goodness. Uh, 27. Thirty, which is a natural twenty, and then I don't want to say the last one. It might be a seven. It might be a seven. Yep. <laughs> I'm gonna roll to confirm. Okay. No way. Eighteen. Nope. Okay. Three regular hits. I'm
1: right to assume your weapon is not silver, correct? Correct. It is not.
0: That's not
1: good. Yeah. Um, it's gonna come
3: out to eighty-four. What does it look like? Oh, he just stabs it right through the very middle of his gut, and because he's grappled, the the monk, I, I think, like picks him up, but the
1: sword just keeps sliding up through the vampire. Yeah, and he like he's at this point like biting at your neck, and <laughs> just like blood comes out of his mouth all over you. Oh, coughs your own blood up on you. <laughs>
4: He didn't actually get to bite him
1: Oh Yeah Unfortunate
3: I'm gonna take that grappled condition off Go ahead Chain challenge to the vampire that has tried to fist me Stunning fist me Ah yes Yes The the fist
1: one The fisty one Okay It is the vampire spawn's turn These guys are gonna do much like they did before This one's gonna attempt to grab Rune Let's See if I can do it
0: At least it's not flanking
1: It doesn't affect
0: Look uh, it's all I gotta say
1: 27.
0: Against CMD? Yes. No, no way. Not okay. even close.
1: Uh The other one takes a five foot step and attempts to grab air bear. It's a uh, 31. Needs speeds. Okay, then it is going to drain your blood because it only had to take a five foot step, so it's going to use its move action to pin you. That is three points of con damage. How many? Three. Can you- And sorry, because they were able to do that, um, Rune from last time, you are prone because you were pinned. Airbearer, you are now prone. You're not grabbed or anything. You're just you're prone right now because you didn't. Actually, you could have you could have got up, right?
0: I mean, yes.
1: That would have provoked, but there
2: is a action you can use with blessing of fervor, right? A kip
0: up. If you wanted to switch
2: to that. I, I don't think it's... I think you just get to get up without provoking with Blessing of Fervor.
0: Yeah, so that is the thing is I can stand up as swift action without provoking instead of using the pl- attack, AC, and reflex bonus.
1: Okay. So retroactively, are you back on your feet?
0: Yes. Okay, cool.
1: Nice. That is their turn.
2: All right. Freya's turn again. She can use another immediate action. So she casts Liberating Command on Air Bear. So you can make an escape artist check as an immediate action, and you get a plus 20 competence bonus.
3: I, I really needed the uh, plus 20. Uh-oh. What does it go to? Without the plus 20, it is a 20, so then a, a 40.
1: Yep, you're good. Okay.
2: All right. Freya, after helping Air Bear, is going to change up her tactics a little bit, and she's actually going to shoot her bow at the creature in front of Rune, and she's gonna use, the first two shots are gonna be uh, with silver arrows, and then her final one at a lower attack is gonna be my uh, dire D20 here. All right, that is a 30, which I believe hits. Yep. A 24?
1: 24 does hit.
2: All right. And then the last one's only an 18. So,
1: two Two hits. Two
2: hits. Awesome. And so, those two are the ones with the silver arrows. All right. So, that is 26 total damage spread out over those two hits, but I guess they're silver. So,
1: all goes through, through. or all seems to. Quinley. All right, cool. Because I remembered another Batman thing. (laughs) I've always considered.
4: Vampires and thought to myself, "You are Elrata Alada, a rat with wings." Here's three attacks. <laughs> okay. You're gonna have to see the movie, guys. Like last time, I did three attacks with the extra attack. My black die is gonna be my lowest BAB. Ah. Oh, all right, eighteen. Nope. That is twenty-three. Nope. This was on a 17, which tipped over, but it is a 27. 27 hits. Okay. Six silver
1: points of damage. Okay. Dealing some damage. Rune.
0: Well, I um, guess I will shoot at the one in front of me.
1: Okay. Deflect arrows.
0: Yeah, I already know. I am going to do the um, extra attack. The lowest one is a 24 of the first two. Yep, this hit. That one's a 25. That one's not going to hit. So that's three successful hits. 15 fire and 37 regular damage.
1: That one turns to mist.
0: Awesome. Yes.
1: Uh, Let's see. Air bear? Nope. What do you mean no? Going to dominate (laughs) him.
4: No, 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 it's his oh, turn. Okay. Oh, I thought you were addressing him as the creature, air bear, make a will say. Oh, no, no, no. <laughs> I thought it's I air heard Bear's that turn. tone in your voice. <laughs> I, heard, I thought I heard the shitty do something bad yeah, GM yeah. tone. <laughs> All right, yeah. Brooks. I'm gonna. Brooks. Yeah, see, you know what I'm talking about. You know that tone. <laughs> <laughs> oh.
3: Yeah, no, I'm gonna full attack. Okay. He is my challenge. Oh. Is he? Were you able to
1: sw- Yeah, you were able to switch
3: it. You chain-challenged
1: him. 27,
3: 20, 32, which is a thre- critical threat. And then 20 again. Okay, so, two hits. Two hits, one. One
1: potential crit.
3: Potential critical. 19. Nope. Nope. Wow. All right. Two hits. 52. 52.
1: That one poofs as well.
0: Woo! Yes!
1: About time. Pretty much exactly got it with the uh, DR.
3: Well, we have to find Mutumbe.
0: Yeah, I, uh, did he go through any of these doors?
3: Yes, it was the one to the east.
0: All right, so let's so, go. So, yeah,
3: uh, we're gonna warm up behind Air Bear and open the door.
4: I guess I'm the tank now.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Let me at him. I'm gonna clean up this city. <laughs> you were gonna <getting> dominate me <laughs> again. <laughs> <laughs>
0: It's a one-way trip to domination.
1: (laughs) (laughs) You open the door, and you immediately smell the strong scent of pine and cedar permeating the chamber. Uh, You see it's coming from three upright wooden coffins in each corner of the room, and there's a three-foot-tall clay urn decorated with carvings of gilded leaves and forest animals. But most notably is the palm tree in the center of the room kind of illuminated by what looks like radiated moonlight from the ceiling i imagine it also smelling a little bit
3: like ammonia in this room as well i don't know
1: can the undead piss Mm. Mm.
4: places on the internet that would uh say that they can yeah
1: Yeah. (laughs) you said sites. which ones (laughs) Specifically, <laughs> which ones? Specifically, which
4: ones? <laughs> So I know what to
0: avoid. <laughs> so, so
1: I can avoid those, those undead pissing sites.
0: So uh I can't talk to plants, but I'm gonna bet that's where they that's where they went.
3: The vampire. Notably, none of you saw
0: Merrick. I do. Why? Yeah, but like that's her calling card.
4: All right, you know the drill. Let's start attacking this tree.
0: I don't think She's that's gonna
4: there. get us
2: anywhere. <laughs> We don't know how wide this network goes.
0: She could be anywhere.
4: Let's check out these urns and shit.
0: It would kind of force her, though, not to go back to, like, you know, her casket next time. If we wanted to destroy this, just really fuck her over because she was an asshole.
4: Yeah, she sucked.
0: That could be
4: arranged.
3: Anyone
0: got an axe?
3: That might be an issue. See there is a crossbow, a regular <laughs> ball, a vakazashi, and the rapier. If someone stands on the other side of the tree, I get
1: sneak attack. <laughs> <laughs> Doesn't Freya have a battle axe?
2: She has a
0: war hammer, I was just uh, gonna say, hammer. yeah. <laughs> oh
1: my Yo, God,
4: take this like tree
0: sports trauma. I was gonna say I've got I've got a dagger. <laughs> Alright, well I guess we can't destroy the tree. <laughs> we are pathetic. <laughs> you All right. Zets. If Matupai was least... here, though, all he'd have is a book. And a dagger.
4: You guys can kind of saw it with <laughs> <Literally laughs> a No, no, no. You need to have the sawback property on your weapon. Okay. <laughs> I know because I put that on saw sword. <laughs> oh, I didn't say you Vel- could saw back and forth well. Well,
3: <laughs> 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 let's at least knock it over so that she comes out of it crooked. It's
1: it's like planted in the earth. Yep.
3: Oh, well... Dig it hmm. up. Let's get to work. But, okay, well maybe next time on our way back. Or
2: we definitely can't dig it up without Matumba here.
3: He did have the
1: one party shovel. <laughs> let's check out these urns. The only one proficient in shovel. He,
0: he also was the one who had the wand of scorching ray. So yeah, there's not much we can do here. Hmm. Um, do let's check stuff out in here, but otherwise, uh, then we gotta gotta keep moving.
1: Seems like he's a pretty key party member. We're really fucked without him. That doesn't sound like something Batman would say.
0: <laughs> you know, based on what he was telling me earlier, it sounds like uh, they've lost a lot of party members and somehow survived, so maybe we'll make it. Yeah, good point, Rune. Let's uh, split <laughs> let's, uh, let's off just the two of us. <laughs> Anyways, I will make a perception check.
1: Ever our own spinoff. <laughs> yeah, I don't want to GM this anymore, Interlude. <laughs> And episodes are like 15 minutes long. It's <laughs> banging through this. 38.
4: 32. Just a 26. Dirty 20. I got <laughs> trap finding. And you're just looking around this room.
0: Yep.
1: You don't really notice anything out of the ordinary besides, like, a you know, clearly some kind of spell cast on the ceiling to give this tree natural light.
0: All right, let's move to the next room.
1: Mm-hmm. Uh, the door hangs open here. Make me a perception check. 37. 28.
0: 25.
1: 25. Yeah, you maybe caught like the last wisp of a gaseous form entering this room. Okay. Is all of the vampire monks turned into
0: right, gas
1: yeah. when you killed them. All right. Killed in big old air quotes.
0: Speed on.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Hey, anyone got wooden stakes, by the way, just in case? Uh,
2: if we like break an arrow, can we like Okay, yeah. Mm-hmm. Shove an arrow in there. Does
0: that count? Shove it where? So in them? um I think if we just keep walking.
1: <laughs> sure, so you enter this hallway. You see six alcoves that line the side of this narrow hallway, each one raised slightly above the floor and holding a stone sarcophagus. A stone door lies at the far edge of the passage. Uh what's notable to Freya with stone cunning and being a caster that can cast this it looks like these sarcophagi were actually shaped using stone shaped out of the existing sewer tunnel alcove so you think that was probably Merrick probably not within these monks capabilities of doing
0: mm.
3: well there's not much we can do let's uh, move on again
0: yeah let's let's uh, speed run this Cause, you know we got five machine back
1: Sure, you hustle down to the end of this hall and open the final stone door, and it leads deeper and deeper into pitch black tunnels. You continue to walk for a half hour for an hour.
0: It's a long time to be in pitch
4: black. Are we even under the city anymore, walking for an hour? And these.
0: Well, are, we watch- are we walking down?
1: Yeah, it's getting deeper and deeper. It's, like, angled. Okay. And it, it like, switch. It It's a long and winding path. It, like, switchbacks on itself and that okay. kind of stuff. That's that's the key detail, because I know
4: these Paizo cities are pretty small, so if we walk straight for an hour, we'd be, like, <laughs> way outside of city limits, but if we switch back and forth, then, yeah, we we could still be near the same spot. It was just a interesting thought I had. You
1: approach from that tunnel that's coming down.
4: Uh,
2: (laughs) (laughs) He can be stealthing.
1: In these tunnels, you are accosted by four what look to be guardsmen.
3: We are looking for our friend, Mutumbe. Where is he?
0: Uh, We think Merrick might know Based on the palm tree.
1: Where is she? <laughs> These are clearly vampiric.
0: Yep. Yeah. Where?
3: We do not mean harm. They're-
0: like truly just want to go get our friend. And also we wanted to talk about some other stuff that's happening in the city. Um, we've been investigating vampire murders. So if, and, and trying to help. Actually, I mean, I mean, look at the two of us helping um yes I can see you are vampire. can can you help us get to our friend can I help you're coming from
1: the outside which is guarded by Merrick and you speak of Merrick as if you know Merrick
0: yeah Merrick took our friend and then went into a plant the
3: plants are everywhere I don't I don't even know like she must not have wanted the rest of you okay so joining well no goodbye nothing
0: so we do have other business as well but also we do the like vampires
1: our are dealing with troubling times and you come from above ground claiming to have bypassed the guardian to our realm. There was a misunderstanding. There. A misunderstanding. Yes,
0: she took our friend and and then left us. So we're trying
4: You vampires in this city are getting picked off one by one. We seek the people that are picking you off and killing you. We just need some knowledge from the Vampire Council. We have no quarrel with them. We just wish
1: to treat with them.
0: Yeah, he's investigating his mom's murder. Where is is
1: she? Is that Quinley in the back? Why are you using that dumb voice?
0: (laughs) Not in the back. He's actually... You know the second one.
1: Yeah, I'm right here. <laughs> uh, well, what are you going to say next? You are the knight. Uh, that's right. I didn't notice you. Queenly, we are all vampires here. You are a vampire. The reason I'm using to. this
4: voice is because I have the rogue talent honeyed words.
1: That sounds like sandpaper, not honey.
4: <laughs> I need to chug honey to keep up this voice. It's chugging on the vocal honey cord. with bits of glass inside of it. <laughs> all right, so. You know,
1: it's been tough. Trying to be tough. <laughs> you are not a, uh, you know. If you want to train vigilante, we might believe all these voices you are putting on. <laughs> this is ridiculous. <laughs> Couldly would we'll finally speak up. Sorry, I, I, um, I forgot myself. But yes, we're. Um, I don't know what came over me. Something very stupid. <clears throat> <laughs> <laughs> uh, forgive me. I think I made some great points. (laughs) I don't know if I I must have taken a drug before I came down here or something. Anyway, as you know, my mother is part of the murders that have happened to your people. These fine folks have come with me in order to treat with Luvrik. Uh, we're hoping to, to discuss how we might be able to help you solve these murders. Um, I, I think that uh, the people in this group may have even more than just help to offer to Luverick or they're at least on the same side as he is on, on certain issues plus as they said Merrick from upstairs uh, who must be on very high alert because I've never seen her act that way took their other companion a tall man carrying a book kind of he stands erect at most places <laughs>
0: He's, like, really tall and from the Mulongi, kind of sticks out, especially among this group.
1: We haven't seen any, um, any humans, but we stay at this guard post at the kind of entrance to the underground. Quinley, we can take you to Luvrik. Understanding everyone here's, uh, suspicion against the undead we won't ask to take your weapons but we do ask you that you sheathe them do know that if you were to move against luverick um, well you would be signing up for a fate as one of his spawn at the best and eternal damnation at worst
0: yeah i don't really have interest in that um i'll p- i'll put my bow away that
1: will be not be necessary
2: we are here to help you. And Freya puts away her weapons.
1: Okay, because you brought Quinley with you, you do not need to make a diplomacy check here.
0: Hell yeah. They
1: lead you to that's revenge for you.
0: I was worried about this plus two us sitting on. <laughs>
4: yeah, Quinley actually has really good diplomacy. It's a 13, which you know isn't isn't stellar, oh, wow. but he gets advantage. He can um he's got that charmer feat. He can roll diplomacy. Twice and take the better, or rather, it's a rogue talent, but Man. not a feat. But
0: I'm sitting here like I don't think anyone's got that. Like, yeah, and not without Matube. <laughs> <bad.
1: laughs> yep. Hmm. So
0: crazy when, tried, you, ta- when you take
4: when you take them away, good. you
1: you really see how weak the party is. It's like most parties only really need one skill monkey.
4: <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> Sometimes one's a lot. <laughs> You usually get away with everybody having a couple skills. Yeah, some people say too much. So they actually uh, this this guard and the other guards take you through this double doors to your right that air bear is right in front of, and you're brought through what appears to be a guard post. Uh, there's a handful of wooden chairs and flimsy tables that fill the room, and a re- weapon rack that takes up the entire eastern wall. There's three iron doors that lead north with a set of double doors uh, that stand open to the south. They take you through these open double doors to the south and down a more rough-hewn kind of winding path. And you come upon a more ornate set of double doors this time. It is an extravagant kind of red wood that uh, that these doors are carved out of. And there's a relief carved onto the front of the doors that appears to be kind of a, a depiction of many of the creatures of the night gathered around a gaunt figure who kind of like sits in the seam of the doors. Like when you would push it open, you would split them in half. When you open the doors, the, that gaunt figure gives way to the spitting image of that figure sitting at the end of a long table on a throne of iron. And there are several people dressed in noble attire sitting at this table, and it appears that the man at the head of the table on the iron throne is holding court with them. Elaborate tapestries and art this fitting of Ustilov's ancient bloodlines lines this room and you see two antechambers pass the immense throne to either side of the promenade to the east and west. At your entrance to this very dimly lit hall, the attention in the room kind of snaps all the way to you and when you look behind you, the guards have disappeared and the doors creak shut
0: nah man they were supposed to be cool now leave us to get eaten
3: yeah I was about to ask for that guard's snapchat
1: (laughs) as the old vampire in the throne rises you all feel a pit in your stomach as this radiation of terror and unsettling unease sits heavy In each of your hearts, the man crosses his arms in front of him and you can see the glow of his red, almost demonic eyes as he looks every bit the vampiric lord of legend. As in the days of old, those of mortal flesh stand before me. Yet you do not cower like most who look upon my dying face. My servants tell me you're here of your own free will, even with the knowledge that many here would feast upon the blood surging in your veins. But is it bravery you possess or foolishness? I respect your boldness for now. What have you come here for, mortals?
2: Freya stands as tall as she possibly can. We're here for two reasons. First, our group came down here. help you. We've been up in the city, and we've seen and heard of many killings of vampires. We've done a small investigation from what we can see up above. We can offer more help.
1: He smirks when you say this. How very noble of you. But what concern of yours are these murders, mortal?
2: We have a common enemy. We are seeking out the Whispering Way. They cause so much destruction. Mm. We think they might be your enemy too.
1: I am no friend of the Whispering Way, and I would prefer to see the Whispering Tyrant remain confined in Gallowspire, as he has been these last fourscore decades. If you find me the killer, I will tell you what I know of this cult and where they might have gone. But you said you are here for two reasons. I would hear the second.
2: On our journey down here, we encountered a vampire named Merrick, and we believe she has one of our friends. Before we can continue on further and find this killer, we'll need to get him back.
0: He is incredibly knowledgeable and would be a valuable asset to, to be looking for this killer.
3: But it will not be worth it to tell him that. <laughs> he doesn't need that sort of attention. He, he does not.
1: Well, the only mortal that we have down here as of late is um, Kiza's
0: father. Oh, cool. So you haven't seen Matumbe? Is, that's his name.
2: I know Matumbe. Had children. He did. That could be him.
3: <laughs> He's a Faza, and Zeta's enough.
1: Luvrik seems to look to the door to the east, communicating. You think, you know, vampires can communicate telepathically. And within several moments, a young Mwangi girl enters the room. Leading Matumbe by her cold hand.
4: Raya, bear Rune Quinley, meet Kiza. This is my daughter, long thought dead, but
1: here now. It is a pleasure to meet you. I thank you for bringing my daddy uh, down here.
3: This is. Well, are you okay, Matumbe? That is a first. First off, but...
0: it's also really nice to meet you, Kiza. Uh, I only just met your dad, but he's been pretty cool.
4: Kiza, ruins one of the good ones. You <laughs> <We're> like her? <laughs> Maybe think...
1: she can
0: read me a bedtime story. <laughs> like that.
4: Oh, 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 oh no! I think if anything, you would probably have to read to her.
0: I could help. uh, Help you learn how to draw some maps, though. Um really good at that
4: he looks down at Kiza and kind of shakes his head (laughs) (laughs) no I'm (laughs)
0: actually good at that one
4: (laughs) Kiza these are my friends I have journeyed across the entirety of Ustalav with them Freya and I go long back a bear I found under certain very wild circumstances and although Rune and Quinley are new friends of mine I'm sure they will be with us to the end of the adventure (coughs) <coughs> Luvrik would speak at this point.
1: Kizai, I am very sorry to cut your reunion with your father short, um, but it appears that he is more important than we thought, and we, I would like to have a conversation with him. Um, I will return him to you after we are done speaking. And she kind of, like, perches at Luvrik and leaves the way she came. It was nice to meet you, Kiza.
4: She waves. There, There's a little bump in Mitsumbe's step that you probably have never seen before. He's general... I joke around with him a lot, but he's a big, hulking inquisitor. Like, he's a pretty dour man, and he's kind of floating a little bit. The way he moves around, the way he interacts with his daughter, he... It's a kind of different person than you've ever seen. Any of you. To me,
3: are you okay? This is not what you normally...
0: You look really look happy. Like. This is a great change from when I first met you, honestly.
3: There <laughs> was that face of to me, She can't read, and she can't read the room.
0: <laughs> <laughs> you but were in melancholy! <laughs>
4: my friends, I've never been better. The entire reason that I took up the cloth is that I thought my daughter had been taken away from me permanently. She lives, and in the region that I find myself today, I never thought I'd be reunited with her before or after death. But isn't it against your village? And this is where he sort of pauses. You bring up a very fair point, my astute friend. But... As we have seen in the book that I hold before me, an alliance has existed before, between the Church of Phrasma and the vampires below the city of Caliphas. I believe the man sitting on the throne in front of us may know a thing or two about that. Some would call it heresy, others not so much, I think there are those among my congregation that think with a very one track mind but there's more to our relationship than meets the eye I wish Kiza were able to grow old you'll grow into the beautiful woman that I know she would be she has undeath about her and I don't believe all undead are bad if I were wrong must strike me down I think the
3: important question here is if Seeing Kisa again makes you happy. And he smiles. Since her birth,
4: I have never been happier.
3: Then that is what matters most.
1: As you speak, Luvrik kind of almost glides down the steps from his elevated throne and around the table and to you. So you are the one they call Matumbe? Louvric Savage,
4: I presume. It is I, Matumbe, gravedigger of Forasma.
1: From what I have overheard, you must be in possession of the book. Indeed.
4: I have spent many hours studying the book, and your people are mentioned in it, as I mentioned. May I see it? He pauses
1: for a second. I don't see why not. He reaches out and holds the book in his hands, and you can see that his fingers and his the flesh on his hands kind of smokes when he holds the book, but he doesn't even appear to wince, and he turns the pages. I knew a great many men who wielded this book. Men that I eventually grew to become allies with despite our differences. He closes the book, now clear burn marks on the palms and fingers of his hands, and passes it back to you. If you are willing to help us with these murders, I see no reason why I would not continue... My legacy of helping those that wield the Book of the Raven, especially against the Whispering Tyrant. We have much to discuss. Please join me here. And he kind of, with a hand, waves away the uh, remaining nobles. They all get up and depart. And he, with his other hand, kind of makes a like upward motion and the light level in this room increases for your mortal eyes thank you I was not able to see before
4: (laughs) (laughs) I really was guessing at this one
1: he kind of smirks it has been a while since we've had mortals in the vampire underground I suppose we will need to take measures to accommodate. You mortals, you eat and drink, no?
0: Yeah, we do that normally.
1: We may have something for this, and he would pass around some goblets. Be careful. You do not finish your drinks too quickly. We have much to discuss next week. (laughs) Oh, come on. Hideous Laughter Productions is an officially licensed partner of Paizo Incorporated. Carrying Crown is copyright 2011. Carrying Crown and the Pathfinder Adventure Path are trademarks of Paizo. Paizo, Pathfinder, their respective logos, and all Paizo titles, characters, and artwork are properties of Paizo Inc. and used with permission.